Look, I was going to go easy on you, not to hurt your feelings. But I'm only going to get this one chance. Just a feeling I've got. Like something's about to happen. But I don't know what. If that means what I think it means, we're in trouble. Big trouble. And if he is bananas, as you say, I'm not taking any chances. You are just one of the I'm Ron. This is Braden. Welcome to Commanders Uncensored. Commander Nation. Braden. How you doing? Doing good. Welcome back, Commanders fans. Back for another episode. Not a good one. Somehow, Washington finds a way to lose to a third-string quarterback, a Giants team that now has three wins on the season. Two of those wins come against your Washington Commanders. With two backup quarterbacks. <laughs> Oh, the Giants win 31-19, and I'm kind of just tired of coming on here and saying the same thing over and over again. Fire Ron Rivera, fire Jack Del Rio, fire Eric Bieniemy, burn it all down. We've said it, we've said it, we said it. I'm kind of just, it's to the point now, Braden, I, I feel like I just can take my head and just beat it against the wall over and over and over and get the same exact result. Yeah, I mean, I guess we we have to wait till next season, it seems like, at this point. 31-19. Once again, this team is showing us, they are showing you who they are. I said 20 points, right, when we gave the predictions because I said they averaged like 21 points, and I thought they were going to be just a little bit below it. 19 points. That's about all they can get. That's why I don't understand where this Eric Bieniemy and Sam Howe talk about them being great is coming from. I don't get it. 21 points is what you average. They get 19 here against a Giants team that should not have been on the field that much with that offense, with a third stringer. But yet, when you turn the ball over six times, Braden, it is almost impossible to do this, people. You had nine sacks. That's impressive. Remember when the Eagles kicked our ass last year and they had nine sacks? Oh, yeah. When you get nine sacks, you should be having 30-something points. Yeah. 40 yeah, yep. points, whatever it is. Nine sacks. And you find a way to lose that game. I don't think that's been done. 70s or 80s. I mean, that's how long, that's how far you have to go back to find a team that had nine sacks and find a way to lose this game. Six turnovers. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. We had, what, three fumbles and three interceptions? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. How a three pick? Yes. yes. And the first pick, you know, uh, we're in the first quarter, and he throws. He tries. He tries to throw a deep ball, and he throws it to the defender, like like the defenders running the route. I mean, I, the last pick of the game that was uh, Sam Howell made some. Sam Howell didn't have a great game at all. No, you can't. 
I don't care how big of a Sam, like how big of a fan you are of Sam. How? You have to admit that's not a good game. I've heard people, you know, they, they try to say, oh, well, the first one was, you know, it was almost like a punt. A punt? Like, what the hell are you talking about? It was first down. He was taking a deep shot. And you know, he totally overthrew his receiver. Yeah. Yeah. He made the, the defender look like he was the receiver. It was horrible. Horrible pass. The end of the game. That was just stupid. You got to be smarter than that. You just, I mean, you throw it up there. What do you expect? And you're throwing it in the flat. Like, I don't. It's it's Sam's fault, right? Because he's the one who threw the ball. But once again, what in the hell is Eric Bieniemy calling here? Like, what are we doing? You have no timeouts. There's less than thirty seconds. I don't, I don't know what what we're doing here. And you know the Giants are bringing pressure, so that's a dumb play call. That's a dumb throw. The whole thing was dumb, right? You can't just. In the NFL, you can't do that. You can't just basically close your eyes. You're getting sacked or whatever. You're getting ready to get hit, and it's just, let me just throw it up and see what happens. If you're going to do that, then just throw it. We've said it before. Throw it as far as you can so it goes out of bounds. Horrible decision because if he catches it, he's going to get tackled inbounds, and the clock is still going to run. Bad, 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 non-football IQ play. They're like, that was just, the design was horrible. His pass was horrible. The second pay, the, the second interception in the game, it was hard. Like, horrible, horrible, Braden. I have to ask, is this team right now, is this Washington team, is it the worst team that you've seen or have you seen worse? Or, like, you know what I mean, what? Yeah, that is hard. <laughs> I remember Washington went three and thirteen one year. I don't see them getting another win. Three and thirteen, four and what it be four and four and thirteen. It'd be four and thirteen now that they have another game. I mean, it's it's about up there. It's it's pretty bad, and I think it all starts with the coaching staff. Honest, I mean, I I think this team has really no talent. So no matter what coach you get in here, but I look at I look at the Bears game. Even this game, I'm watching the game, and Washington is just notorious for letting up big plays on defense. And whenever they do, there's nobody around the opposing receiver. Like the Broncos in that game, they had people with just nobody around them. This game in the Giants, like yeah, the defense plays good, but then on, they, they let there's so many times there's nobody around the receiver. The Bears game, it was like that all night. And I'm just you know thinking to myself, these teams don't really have that great talent, and we have supposedly a great offensive coordinator with a lot of hype and we can't we can't generate nothing like that. I can't blame the offense and the defense like one more than the other. At this point, it's the whole team. It's oh yeah. The whole thing. Burn it all down. And honestly I come on here and I say the enemy needs to get the running game going more. And B Rob, he had seventeen rushes, only I think 70-something yards, 77 yards. And then you had Rodriguez. He had six rushes. So we, we ran the ball over 20 times. How still throws it 40-plus. But I can't blame the enemy on not trying to uh, establish the run game in this one. It's It was just bad all around. We couldn't get nothing going. This was more on the players. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
he's not out there turning the ball over six times. Now, we can pick apart, you know what I mean, and say, what were you doing this for? What were you doing that for? But at the end of the day, six turnovers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't care what team you have. It's hard to, you, you know, you could be the Chiefs. It's hard to win. You get six turnovers. The interceptions, I mean, it's uncalled for. Those were just horrible, horrible decisions. Like, it, it was bad Bad decision, bad throw, and that's on Sam. This team, man, it is. It's weird because I have to say maybe it was Gruden's last year. Was was that when they only won three, right? Yeah, yep, yep. And Bill came in and took over as coach at the end. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. That team was just not as talented. Like I think there's more talent on this team. That's the sad part. This team's not great, but this team was supposed to have a great defense. They, you know, four first rounders on the D line. That's all we talked about. You know, it was going to be great. And it sucks. And the other teams come out here now, and the other teams are telling every everyone now, like, if you look at after the game, they've talked now two weeks in a row, and the other players are saying, well, the defense is just kind of telling us, like, like what they're doing. They aren't, they aren't confusing anybody, and that's the thing. Like, if you're a defensive coordinator, your whole job is to draw up schemes that are designed to confuse the quarterback. He doesn't know if it's a blitz coming. He doesn't know if it's man, if it's zone. These teams are looking out here and going, well, we already know what's going on. Like, the players are backing off. We know we can do this. We can do that. In this game, they they called it a mesh concept or whatever. Basically, the offense just did a crossing pattern in, in so many words, right? You take your outside guys, you bring them in. Your inside receiver, you just wrap him to the outside. It's basically setting a natural pick. And they knew they couldn't stop it because they knew what kind of defense they were running. And they just continued to run those type of plays. And we never made an adjustment. That is on coaching. That is that that's a fireable offense. That is, you cannot make an excuse when you are the coordinator, when you are the head coach, and you see your team continue. To do the same thing. When I watched the game, I saw Brian Dayball. I think I think he knows our weaknesses, our linebackers, and I saw Saquon Barkley in the passing game. He was big for them. He had he had two receiving touchdowns, and you don't really put a corner, maybe a safety. You don't really you you have your linebackers guard the running back, and yeah, they they picked that apart. And I feel like they stayed away from Kendall Fuller, and they picked. I don't think we have a. a Solid number two corner. They picked on Forbes. I, I, I believe Forbes was the wasted draft pick, and they picked on a St. Juice. Like, I think Dave Ball just took our uh, our best players out of the game. You know, well, that's what a good offensive coordinator does, Braden. That's that's how this thing works. You can have all the talent in the world. At the end of the day, these are all great athletes. The thing that separates teams it's it's the person that's drawing up the scheme. 
So a good coordinator, a good coach, exactly. They attack your weakness. They try things early in the game. That way, later in the game, they are setting you up for something later in the game. That is what our team does not do. It doesn't. The defense is horrible. The enemy's not he's he's not impressing me. I mean, okay. We get a couple plays here and there, but 19 points again. We're right at that 19, 20, 21. You get a couple of plays, everybody gets excited, but it's nothing. It's nothing great. You know what I mean? Like turn on a real contender. Like turn on and watch a Super Bowl contender. Watch the Eagles. Watch the Cowboys on Thursday when we play them. Watch oh, yeah. Kansas City. Watch those teams, and you you will see the big difference. You'll see it. Oh yeah. That's where we need to be, and that's we aren't close to that. We aren't close to it, guys. Not. It's not close at all. We blamed we blamed coordinators. It's it's really been ever since Rivera's been here. It's the you know we had nothing. You look at I mean you look at the neighbors next to us, the Ravens. They had different offensive coordinators and stuff. Same head coach, but they're still putting up thirty plus points a week. If you know, like ah, it's just horrible. So I have to ask. Our point, our points per game, right? I said this before. We're like, last week it was 17. I didn't check. So, last week when I did this, it was 21.7, and we we were ranked number 17, right? So, that's below average, Braden. We only got 19 this week, so the average didn't go up. It went down. So, let's assume that we stay at that 17, you know, 18 mark, right? So, we're still below average at scoring points. Our offense is score is still below average. We have one good number, and that is Sam is you know at the top of the league as far as passing yards. That's one thing out of all of the offense, right? Points is the biggest thing, right? Well, actually, wins are the biggest thing. I don't care if we don't score any offensive points. If we go undefeated, hey, great year. But besides wins. The next great stat is the points per game, and we are below average. The yards per game, below average. Third down, below average. Touchdowns per game, right around average. You know what I'm saying? Like, And we are leading the league in interceptions. Yeah. So for everybody that thinks that this offense is great, you don't, know, you don't know what a good offense is because – Every stat is telling you this offense is not great. Every stat is telling you we are below average. So whose fault is it? Is it Eric Bieniemy or is it Sam? Yeah, I mean, nobody. We're leading the league. Yeah, everybody wants to talk about how and all the positives. You know, him being young, kind of his rookie season. But yeah, he's out here. He's leading the league in picks, and not only that, he's leading the league in sacks taken too. Like it's it's pretty hard to a productive offense when you're turning the ball over and moving backward. I'm blaming coaching on this one. Yes, we turned the ball over six times. I get that. 
But at the same time, Sam was getting hit in this game, right? He knows the Giants like to bring pressure. Everybody knows that Wink Martindale is a blitzing defensive coordinator, and you did not design a game plan that got the ball out of his hands quickly. He cannot draw up. He cannot scheme an offense where we score 40 points a game, apparently. At the end of the day, if your guy is taking sack after sack after sack and you're not changing what you're doing, that's on you as a coach. You have to change something. And if he's throwing interceptions and throwing interceptions and throwing interceptions, you have to change something. Sam's fault for throwing it. And trust me, this is an evaluation, and this is why I tell you, the owner's up there looking at this. Does he want to bring any of this back next year? Is he rolling with Sam Howe? Is Sam Howe Tom Brady? At the end of the day, you have to want the greatness, Braden. The number one position, they said, is quarterback. Is he a top 10 quarterback? That's the decision that's going to have to be made. Right now, he's not. So it's either him or it's his coach. I'm telling you, Eric Bieniemy will not be back next year for every reason that I've already given you throughout all the other podcasts because the whole thing is getting burnt down. Obviously, Sam will be back because he is on contract and he's good, but I don't know if he's coming back as the starting quarterback. I'll tell you that much. What what's like? What do you got to say? Do you think he's coming back as the starter? Uh, yeah, it's tough. I mean, it really. It really depends who you have available in the draft. Like if, depending on how bad Washington does, and if Caleb Williams is there or the Carolina quarterback made Drake May, but and and it, you know it depends if you want to take these guys or roll with Sam Howe. But in my opinion, what I've seen so far, I'm I'm sticking with Howe and I'm building my team around him because he really doesn't have much talent around him besides Scary Terry, no O line to protect him. I think you get him an O line, a good coordinator to scheme things up. I think. I think you can have a bright future with Al. He did great in college. There's, uh, you know, you can see transitions in the NFL to or college to the NFL and players. And I think his is a smooth transition. It's no road bumps. It's pretty just lack of talent around him. Honestly, everybody thought Carson Wentz was a great quarterback, and he was better than Heineke. But Heineke won. At the end of the day, I don't care about any other stat except for wins. There was something about him. Was he a great quarterback? No. Did he have the greatest arm? No. But for some reason, they won. The talent didn't change. When Wentz was on the field, they lost. When Heineke came in, same line, same running backs, same receivers, they won. Pretty much same team. Sam Howe's out here. Different coordinator. Same results. Losing. Which makes you question, is Sam Howe your guy? Now, Washington is on pace. I don't think Washington gets another win this season. I got to be honest here. 
We have four wins, Braden, right now. I don't see another win. I don't see it. I mean, I see the schedule. I looked at it earlier, and I can't remember. Uh, let, let me see. It's Dallas twice. So we play Dallas. Now we play them at the end of the year. Mm. 49ers, the Jets, and the Dolphins. That's it? I believe that's it. Who are we beating? Yeah, maybe the Jets if we're lucky. How Aaron Rodgers is supposed to be back by then. I don't believe that. And though. even if he's not coming back? Yeah, exactly. That Jets defense. Mm-hmm. How yep. are we scoring against it? Yeah. Maybe the Jets. Maybe you get one more. I don't even want to look at the Miami game. Our defense is going to get torched. So I said that to say this, Braden. In my opinion, Washington finishes with four wins. And you're thinking maybe they beat the Jets. And that's a maybe. That gives them five wins. If you only win four games, that normally puts you in the draft in the top five picks. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I believe the Colts last season had four wins. And they held the number four pick in the draft. If Washington is sitting at number four or number three, are they making a move to get a quarterback? I don't. I don't. I go. If it's me, I take the best tackle in the draft, or I'd go for Marvin Harrison. Because I think Marvin Harrison's a can't-miss guy. It's... As as much as O-line is the most boring pick, everyone knows how important it is this year now, you know, now that you're watching. But, yeah, I... There's there's way too many other holes in the team. And I, th- I don't even think Sam Howe's that big of a problem. I think you can... I think he can be a top-ten quarterback in the league. Uh, so, yeah, he, just, he doesn't really have talent around him. You get him the best tackle in the draft, and you give him best receiver. Him and you, you got McLaurin, and you got Scary Terry. Side by, that's like Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown. Look at Jalen Hurts. That's helping him a lot. Deja vu all over again, I feel like, with the Redskins fans. We were sitting at number two, and we talked ourselves out of not taking a quarterback because we said, oh, the quarterback we have is okay. I mean, this guy is a can't miss. Chase Young. Yep. And the good teams say, if you don't have your 100%, this is a great quarterback or this is a good quarterback, like there's no question mark quarterback, then you trade back. If Washington's at four or three, Depending, I believe it would, uh, I don't know who would be ahead of them. It may be a team that already has a quarterback and or Washington. Remember, they got that extra second. They got that third. They, they made, they have enough capital to make that move now. If they want to get up into the top, if you're at three or four, it's not that hard to get into one or two. Oh yeah. They can go at one. Yep. And get whoever they want, Braden. Now, let me ask you that same question. You can have any quarterback you want. 
There's not one quarterback in this draft that you don't think is better than Sam Howe. Nah, no, no. I just, I, I think Caleb Williams is the closest to him, but no. Like if I'm if I'm the team like the Cardinals, for example, I'm I'm replacing Kyler Murray with Caleb Williams because the Cardinals are a complete dumpster fire. But I want to say the same about Washington, but Sam Howe has way more. He has a lot of potential. I feel like, and that we we already, we already have a star receiver. You get him another star receiver. You get him a new line to build around. Our running backs are solid. They're, they're good enough. The defense needs a little tweaking during free agency. I can't go back on what I said before. I said if 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 you are at the top of this draft and you don't have a if you don't have somebody that you're not questioning, like if I don't think we're going to end this season and everybody's going to say Sam Howe is a future Hall of Famer. I don't I don't see that happening. I see we're going to end this season and we're going to say, well, he threw for a we're going to say the same thing we're saying right now. He threw a lot of interceptions. He threw for a lot of yards. He only got four or five wins. We think he could be okay, but we don't know yet. I think that's how it's going to end. And if you're ending the season and you're saying, we think, we think, we think, we don't know, we don't know, we don't know, well, I think you know, then you better go get a quarterback. What's the worst that can happen? You get a quarterback, and then one of one of them make it. The other one you can trade off. You got to get your quarterback. It's got to happen. It's got to be a franchise. Listen, and this might sound dumb. Sam Howe is not a Josh Harris guy. Josh Harris, the own the 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 Hogs, if you will. The Harris, the ownership group, Magic, they are going to want their shiny toy. They're going to want to say, that's our first pick. Do you think that they want their first pick just to be an offensive tackle? I'm with you. I like offensive tackle, but you got to think about their mentality. Their very first pick ever as owners, it's got to be big. It's got to be quarterback. It's got to be a top two quarterback. They're going to find their way into that one or two spot, and they are going to take either Caleb Williams or Drake May out of North Carolina. Could be, wouldn't that be something if they take another North Carolina quarterback? <laughs> if I'm Sam Hell, I'm like, all right, I'm mad about Caleb Williams, but now my my home college team here, like, come on, man. I don't know. I, that's just that's what I a. Hey, a lot's got to go. Also, I guess this will be my next question. Then it, it it'll just piggyback off of that. And it's I'm starting to think more and more and more that Bill Belichick is coming to Washington. And if that is the case, well then he's going to apparently have he's apparently going to be the GM if all the reports are true that wherever he's going, he's going to pretty much be in control as the same as Ron Rivera is. Now, Bill Belichick may be different, Braden. He might he might not go quarterback. He had success with Tom Brady, and he got somebody later. 
So yep. he, he might think, I can just get somebody later in this draft. I think he might think Sam Howell could be Tom Brady. He could. He might. And so let me ask you this, because here's here's why I'm, I'm thinking that. I'll, I'll give you some reasons. Or let me ask you a question before I give you my reason. Do you think Ron Rivera might have an inside scoop? Do you think Ron Rivera knows it's Bill Belichick that's taking his job? I don't think anybody knows. I don't think that's a guarantee. Well, I think in the NFL circles, I think they all talk. I think Sean Payton was warning secretly or not secretly or cryptic, however you want to say it. I think Sean Payton was letting Ron Rivera know that this ownership group was looking to replace him. I think a lot of reports came out that it's Bill Belichick. Then I find it awfully ironic that Ron Rivera puts a big sign up, do your job. You know where that phrase came from, right? That's a Bill Belichick phrase. Do you think that was Ron's way of saying, okay, now I'm going to say do your job. Like He knows, so now he's messing with them. Do you think that maybe that's why this team is just going out here and looking defeated? I mean, he looks defeated. He's starting to be become very aggravated during these press conferences. Before, Ron was always the cool, calm, like, yes, you know, whatever, and he would say the same thing. He's starting to, he's starting to seem a little agitated when he's being asked over and over and over about if he thinks he's going to get fired and this and that. So, I don't know. It seemed kind of weird that he put up a sign Bill Belichick is famous for when that's the name that's being put out there that is going to be his replacement. And what's what's the most disappointing part of this team for you? Man, <laughs> I mean, there, there's so much. But honest, I mean, to be honest with you, my biggest disappointment is the entire team sucks, right? So I look for something to kind of be happy about, and it's been nothing but a disappointment, is our first-round pick Forbes. I, w- I was hoping to get a ball hawk player, and I think Forbes is absolutely horrible at this point. Like, I don't see him on the team. I don't see him starting on the field next year at all. The only reason I see him playing more this year is because no one we have is better, really. I mean, yeah, it's disappointing to see our first-round pick go to waste. The most disappointing, it's it's our defense because that is where all the draft capital went. Oh yeah. I mean and not Rio. only yeah, not even just the We got all first rounders on the D line. Not even that, Braden. Like you said, Forbes, Warner, right? And we go safety, linebacker, like if you look at Ron Rivera's draft history in the four years, it's been defense, right? Defense, defense, defense every year. So this team that had a good defense, that has proven a defensive-minded head coach, a good defense last season, we were a top five defense, to being one of the worst. I don't. It makes me question, 
and I, I, I was going to ask, but I think I already knew the answer. I think the players have quit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think the players are 100% laying down. If you are going out there and losing to a Giants team that has a third stringer, you lost to the Giants team twice, like you said, with two backups, and they only have three wins on the whole season. You lost to a Bears team. You lost to... What was the other bad loss? They've had... Well, they lost to the Bills pretty bad, even. That was a good team, though, so I don't I don't take that. Basically, the two Giants and the Bears are just un- unacceptable losses. Like, you can't lose those ones. They looked horrible against the Seahawks. Like, they just look horrible this year. <laughs> when you go into a game and you are supposedly more talented than your than your opponent, and you get beat, that is a that's a reflection on one the coaches you got out coached, and it's also a reflection on you that these players don't even look mad about it. That's that's the weird part. After the game, they're just like smiling and like nobody's mad, nobody's flipping out. Jonathan Allen did a couple of weeks ago. He was the one person that I saw that got fiery, and which I liked it. But I, I think that's even. I think. I think that was it. I, I think he's. I think he, is with the team, as in, I think they are all beat down. I think, I think that they are just. They're like us. We're just beat down, and you can't even. You reach a point where you just say. Okay, it's. It's another game, like you know what I mean. They're already going into it thinking they're going to lose. They're already going into it like they're waiting on the offseason now. Yep. They've quit. They've cashed it in. And that is a reason why Ron Rivera should have been fired at the Bears game when he wasn't. Why? I, whatever. I'm actually, Braden, I'm past the point of Ron Rivera should even be fired. I'm past it. I, I honestly don't care at this point anymore. I was hoping at the beginning of the season when I wanted to see a turnaround, I wanted to see if Eric Bieniemy could turn this thing around. Mm-hmm. I wanted him to get a fair chance. I wanted us to make the playoffs. I wanted us to go on a deep run because I thought we had talent, and I thought maybe if we changed Rivera, maybe Eric would light a fire under this team. But the ownership chose not to do that. And now it's too far gone. In my opinion, I don't think you can save it. So what? You're going to fire him now. Just because now you want to act like you're going to do something for the fans. But it's already too late in the season. Yeah, I I, I agree with you on that. It's there's I, I'm at the point where I want to burn it all down. The entire coaching staff. I don't. So that kind of eliminates the fact of uh, promoting the enemy to head coach because I don't see a reason to keep him anyway. And I still hear people saying, and I still hear people thinking, Eric Bieniemy might be the head coach here next year. If Eric Bieniemy was going to be the head coach next season, he would be the head coach now. I don't understand why people can't comprehend that. Ron Rivera would have been out probably at that Bears game was a good reason to fire him. You know, like there's there's no excuse why 
he is still here. If the ownership group really thought, hey, maybe maybe Eric's going to be our guy next year. What in the hell would they wait till next year for? You yeah. would do it now. Yep, yep, absolutely. So like I said before, that tells me everything I need to know that they're all gone. And Sam might not be their guy either. They, they've already... I've actually heard this one, and I don't know how true it is, Braden, but I've heard anything Dan Snyder, basically, they want gone. Yeah, that's just somebody, you know, trying to get clicks. Probably. And you know what that insinuates, right? And it's too early to even get into it, but name change. But it's too early to get into it. If that statement's true, then you know that's coming next, right? The whole, are they going to change the name? The Colts cut their linebacker, and I think you said something like you kind of wouldn't mind having him here. Yeah, I, when it first happened, I, to, I told you that earlier today, but now after thinking about it, I mean, I I mean, yeah, you signed, you signed to a one-year deal or something, and then you, you know, screw it, I don't care how long you sign him at this point. We need a linebacker. I'm tired of not having one. I was thinking, like, What's the point of picking them up now when we're not going to really make the playoffs or nothing? But it'll, it'll fix something with our team, you know. We can take Mayo out and get a little upgrade in. Because I'm tired of seeing people like freaking Mayo and who was that? We had that Perry Riley years ago. Like we never had good linebackers. It gets on my nerves. Like so, sign him to a five-year deal at this point. I'm tired of it. Harris is not bringing in any help. He wants to lose every game. Trust the process, Braden. Why would he waste money? Why would he bring in a guy to come in here and play a couple of games? Nah, that's not happening. He's not bringing in anybody because this team's not making the playoffs regardless. If, if, If we had won those three games, the two Giants in that Bears game, and we were in playoff mode. Then maybe, but nah. It's, nah. Not happening. And what else really is probably the most disappointing, Braden, for me is Ron Rivera and this Washington Commanders team. I'm mad Okay, Josh Harris, Josh Harris, ownership group. If somebody out there that works for the commanders or owns the commanders, if anybody hears this, listen to me as the voice of the people right now because this is how a lot of fans feel. The most disappointing thing about this season, besides the fact of the only four victories, our number one rival, supposedly, the Dallas Cowboys, we're supposed to be up for this game. We're supposed to have Dallas hate. I'm supposed to be on here right now telling you how Dallas sucks. We hate Dallas. You know what I mean? And, and it, it's Dallas week. No one's talking about Dallas week. Everybody's talking about firing the coaches. That is where we are at. As a team, that is where we are at 
as a fan base. You have robbed us of the glory. Even if we were going to lose this game, that thrill of maybe we win it, that thrill of we're both fighting for playoffs here, we hate them, they hate us, it's, you know, it's the rivalry, and no one's talking about it because it it this game doesn't matter. Dallas doesn't care about us. They think that they're going to just easily walk right through us. They're overlooking us. Our team has already quit. They're they're not worried about making the playoffs. And you didn't fire the coach. You didn't give this fan base anything to be excited about. So Thursday we come out here, and if we lose. Maybe on Friday, Ron Rivera gets fired. And I don't even think the fans at that point will really get too excited because the season is over anyway. Look at your opponents. I don't care if Eric Bieniemy comes in here. What, are you going to turn around and go and start beating everybody? I doubt it. Let, let's, let's be real. I doubt it. Yeah. You should have made that move earlier in the year. Not, not, at, not Friday or not Saturday or Monday. You know what I'm saying? Like you made that move weeks ago. You're a little late on making that move if it happens after Thanksgiving. Thank you for robbing me of the fact of getting on here and destroying Dallas. I normally like putting out stupid tweets, you know what I mean? Like somebody like some little kid taking a dump in a Dallas helmet. Like the funny things. Like I don't even have it in me. I I, I don't I don't care. Like there's no anger right now. Yeah, I mean when when the when the schedule first came out, I was disappointed to see like Washington has no home no Monday night games, right? And now I'm looking at it, I'm like, thank God, I don't I don't even want to play on Thursday on Thanksgiving because we all the spotlights on us. I believe it was last year or two years ago they played Dallas on Thanksgiving, and I saw that was the most viewed game in the season at when on Thanksgiving Day, and I was like, oh, my God, I hope it's not like that again this year because everybody's going to see how bad and embarrassing we are. Yep. I, 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 yeah, it's whatever. You know what I mean? I'll tune in. I hope we win, obviously, and watch. This will be a game that somehow they win, right? And then everybody will get excited. I hope so, but I can't. I can't sit on here and fake it. I can't sit on here and be like, yeah, we're going to win because that I, I'm not, you know what I mean? We keep it 100. That's, that's oh, yeah. what we say. So I can't fake it and act like I think we're going to win. I don't think we're going to win. And I'm aggravated that I had to say that. Well, Braden, time to give a couple of, I, I don't even know if I want to give, what do you think about B-Rob? Nah, nope. He has 17 rushes. I think it was the yeah, 77 yards. Nope. There wasn't really anybody I could think of. And then I thought, you know what? There was one person who I thought stood out to me, and that was K.J. Henry. I thought he did pretty good on defense. So he gets a will. Yeah, I mean, he did all right. He did all right. Um... That's really the only person that I thought even kind of stood out that I, I clearly remember several, several times being like, oh, what, like, you know, like, what, what like, where'd he come from? So, I got nobody. Nope. Not even Henry. <laughs> nobody. All right. Well, 
Um, and then in, in the NFL, real quick, the Steelers fire their offensive coordinator, right? Like the Raiders fired their head coach. Once again, this is all just proving my point of what I've been saying. How this this owner, this ownership group, this team, they already know they're not bringing anybody back because look around the league, right? That tells you all you need to know, Raiden. If you look around the league, you see everyone else is making moves. Everyone else is firing people that, you know what I mean, that they don't want around, and we're not firing anybody. It's whatever. Your prediction on Thanksgiving? I got that. I, it's going to be a blowout. It's going to be horrible. Our defense is horrible. I got Dallas with 37. You know what? No, scratch that. They're getting above 40. 43 Dallas, 27 Washington, which is I can't believe I'm even saying 27 for Washington, but they're going to pull it off somehow. It's going to be embarrassing, but not too embarrassing because they're going. To, people are going to talk about Sam Howe still. There's a lot of hype around him. I'm not too far off. I'm going to go with basically whatever their numbers tell me they are. the The numbers don't lie. They say right, like they are who you think they are. They average right around twenty. I'll give them twenty. Washington gets twenty, and they're probably going to give up close to forty. I'll. I'll give them just under that. Dallas wins 37-20. Yep. And that's about on par with, I guess, with with what they average. So, that's all I got. You got anything? Nope. All right. Well, I hope everybody has a nice Thanksgiving. Hopefully, somehow, the commanders find a way to win this thing. If not, hey, eat plenty of turkey, eat plenty of stuffing, whatever it is you like. Get a little eggnog, whatever. This has been Commanders Uncensored. So long, farewell, I'll be just saying goodnight. I hate to go and leave this pretty side.